Welcome to Gain That Tune. What is going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's your boy John Harrington here, and we've got John Regan with us. Say hey. It's out of here. <laughs> Johnny, you're out of here. Uh, we got David Fleming with us. Say hey. Hey. And we've got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. There we go. Jeez, I should have. Uh, I probably should have come up with sports nicknames for all you guys, but you know, I uh, very little planning goes into this show, as you guys know. It's it's game that tune back in the house for episode two hundred and ninety three. And man, oh man, we've got an excellent show coming for you tonight. If you're just joining us, what we're going to do is listen to some video game tunes. We've each got three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs with a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off and have a lot of fun. And the winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner last week was the illustrious David Fleming. And David shockingly selected the theme for this week's episode. Shocked us all. David, give us the shocking theme that you yourself came up with. Let's go sports games. Uh, sports games. Yes, sports games. The only time it's acceptable to say sports games is when you're talking about sports video games. If you say, you know, man, my dad <laughs> never took me to enough sports games. Uh... I mean, one, you're demonstrating that that's true, and two, there's a reason he never took you to sports games, because you called them sports games. But yes, this is... When I worked for the PGA Tour, they hated it if you referred to golf as a game and not as a sport. Ooh, that's a uh, sticking point for some people. Um, <laughs> I mean, I believe... really want you to think it's a sport. <laughs> I believe golf is a good walk spoiled. <laughs> Ouch. Yeah. Uh, what was that, David? John Weir? I think um, that was John Daly. <laughs> Why do I have to be walking and drinking? I could just be drinking. <laughs> John Daly. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, it's sports. Uh, sports games. Man, we've uh, we've featured some before. We've featured some good ones, some bad ones, some in between ones. Uh, sports games are a very interesting thing. Because uh, typically, if we're going to feature a sports game on the show, it's going to usually feature some licensed music that's going to get us muted on YouTube or Twitch. And, it depends uh, what sport it is. Kind of depends on what sport it is. Uh, you know, there's there's many sports to choose from. Golf isn't one of them. Nobody chose a golf game, did they? Johnny? Oh. No, I did not yeah. this nope. time. Looking at you. Okay, good. Yeah. I, I would never let you live that down. We didn't. The, the game isn't games, games. It's sports games. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, no, uh, no solo sports. I guess I don't know. You know, I'm trying. To, what? What? Are we, is there anything else that we need to you know settle like a you know a limit on? Like, so golf is not a sport. Is there any other thing that 
People try to pass off as a sport that's definitely not a sport. Poker. That might have a, vi- a video game attached to it. Yeah, poker is not a sport. That is literally just people playing cards. People try to get like, it in the Olympics. I feel that's like insane. we should not have that discussion now and rather let everyone discuss it when their game comes up. True that, yeah. So we'll be discussing whether or not each of our games... Cosmic bowling. <laughs> yeah, you know, cosmic bowling. Not what I would call a sport, but I've played it many times. So we'll just see. It's got, you know, the, the show's got limitless potential. Uh, it, it could be, you know, any game at this point could be qu- uh, called an eSport. I hope we all use that loophole. So let's find out how we all fuck this up. We got five fantastic games. We got a great fan request. And Johnny, let's start into it, man. Let's hit it. All right. Game one.
All right. So this game, um, the Sega Genesis version, which is what you're hearing, um, has a different name than the arcade version. And the Sega Genesis version is endorsed by Coach Gary Glanville. Um, this guy, he's famous for saying the quote, uh, this isn't college. You're not at homecoming. This is the NFL, which stands for not for long when you're making them fucking calls. some answer now just i'm gonna give you a quick chance to uh correct that trivia did you say gary glanville no jerry glanville okay just making sure you said that i'm gonna uh edit that in because i'm confident that you said gary when reading that trivia it's Um, okay though so, uh, Johnny says Vampire Football. Unfortunately, no. Uh, Davis says Mutant League Football. That's incorrect. Um, and uh, John with a close enough answer. Um, with Jerry Glanville's Foot Brawl. Um, the full name is Pigskin Foot Brawl, but that's close enough. I like how John's, like how John's answer was Jerry Glanville Foot Brawl. No, it said foot brawl. Did it? It just kind of looked like a bunch of squiggly lines to me. The joke was that I wrote football and then wrote foot brawl over it because it's not football, it's foot brawl. But okay. I do understand how it looks like a bunch of squiggly lines. But no, I don't write in drunk talk, David. Appreciate it, though. <laughs> you Man, Jerry Glanville's football. To I mean, be foot on- brawl. To this be g- honest, I don't know what you're talking about. I am not drunk, and I question what you mean by assuming that I am speaking with uh, alcohol inebriation. I'm, I'm questioning nothing of the, of the sort. I was saying that, you know, my writing is not drunk talk. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I think thou doth protest too much. Anyway. I mean, it's... we just been tailgating, guys. It's all good. Yeah. Exactly, baby. It's Jerry Glanville's football. You, you throw a couple yeah. back. <laughs> so, okay. 
this game is fucking weird as shit. Okay, first of all, <laughs> like, they're looking for someone to, hey, what's Jerry Glanville doing? So let's call him up. Is he still coaching the, the Falcons? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you call him character. up and you're like, hey, what if we made this game and it's not actually football? It's like, it's, it's more akin to rugby. Um, however, you can throw it forward. So that's the difference between rugby. Um, but essentially... It's a game that takes place in, like, 1621 AD, and you're, like, uh, playing this weird sport where there's a ball and it's five on five, and, like, you're trying to get it into the goal. Like, we're not, like, like, you're trying to cross a goal line with the ball, and so you control one guy, and so that's already infuriating. Um, and it's also one of those games where, you know, a lot of sports games like, uh, I guess, soccer and hockey do this, especially the older ones, where, like, whatever way you're holding the controller, like, your whole team kind of goes that way, too. Mm. So, like, you have kind of some control over your team besides your own player. But your your player is more powerful because you can, like, punch guys. You can get into little, like, brawls in the smoke and stuff. There's uh, hazards, like... Um, like tree stumps and like pools of water and, and all sorts of stuff. Um, <laughs> it's kind of like arch rivals, I guess. Um, I guess that's what they're kind of going for. Um, and like, uh, I'm trying to think what is some other stuff. Um, oh, you can pick up weapons and then um, in the little brawls, like your character can stab the other character and make him like real slow. Because he's got a, a knife in his, his back or something. <laughs> um, between each quarter, they like uh, zoom in on like a looks like an executioner, and like he's talking about. And there's all these like dead bodies around him, and he says some kind of weird remark about you know people dying. It's kind of fucked up because like we're playing this like weird happy-go-lucky medieval sport thing, and now this executioner's talking about killing people. It's real gruesome looking. And so then, you know, you're playing outside and there's all these like tree stumps and, and like uh, pits of water that you can fall in and and uh, there's weapons you can pick up and like knife people during the brawls. Um, but then in the second half, you play inside of the castle, which is weird. Um, so it's like the first half you're out in the forest and then the second half, you're in the castle and then there's other like um there's like holes in the ground and you just i think your players like literally die and stuff because like i said the the executioner is real happy about the whole situation and and wanting to kill more people and it's it's a very strange game yeah, i'm looking at a screenshot now of the executioner bit and it says play as if your life defended on, or depended on it which is uh yeah. and yeah there's all these like it's not just dead bodies but like severed heads like he is Chopping yeah. heads. He's uh, taking no prisoners, if you will. And so is the executioner Jerry Glanville himself? Is that what it is? No. It, it, Jerry Glanville is not in this game. What? Because, one, I don't think he was alive in 1621. Well, that's um, not important. He, his name is on the game. He needs to appear I know. in some okay, way. Okay, so, like, that's the thing. Like, when the game pops up on Genesis, it shows kind of like, like his visage wearing, like, a football hat. You know, I'm not sure what team is Wait, represented on the hat. <laughs> football. Well, no, a hat. A hat that he that was has like a football team oh, on it. I thought you meant a, a, a football shaped hat. 
No, no see, no. there's a difference between a football hat, a football helmet, and a football novelty hat. Y'all need to learn your shit. And so, like, it's just like him. And then it's like, you get into the game, and then it's nothing. Like, you even expect. Like, I guess when it, in the arcade, when you see Pigskin 621 AD, you're like, okay, it's like a weird, like, old take on football or something. But when you throw Jerry Glanville's name in there, you're like, so is this going to be like a Joe Montana's football or like a, right? you know, is one of those a, games? Is it going to be a coaching simulator of some sort? Because Jerry yeah. Glanville is also not a player. He's a coach. Yeah. Like, he's a character of a coach, well, did, but like he's... Did he used to play back in 621 AD? That's possible. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, this, um, this honestly sounds like Tiger Woods golf simulator... 84 AD, like where you're just a black guy in Scotland hitting balls stuffed with eagle feathers. I'm into it. Yeah, I'd play the hell out of that. Yeah. That sounds fun. Because mm-hmm. Tiger is a golfer. He's not a golf coach. <laughs> Are there golf it, coaches? Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. They call them uh, PGA pros. That's right. different from PGA is, pro. is Tiger Woods not a PGA pro? Nope. He is a PGA Tour. He is a professional golfer, not a golf professional. Those are two different things. Okay. Now you're talking <laughs> yeah, David, semantics. you're asking the questions that Johnny has the yeah, answers to. I actually man. know this. We're learning a lot. <laughs> like, like, the PGA certifies who is a golf pro. The PGA Tour provides events for professional golfers. That's the difference. Jesus Christ. So the real key is who was playing pigskin back in 621 AD? Apparently, like, England, mm-hmm. like, the Saxons. Yeah, and the Gauls, I the, guess, the are probably the away team. Maybe the Moors. Yeah. Um, mm. And God, it's weird, because, like, Moors the one player the that play is really wearing good. a helmet, like a, like a suit of armor knight helmet, which I think would be very terrible to hit someone with if they weren't wearing any armor, and you did... Yeah, you know, I'm. I feel like I'm gonna have a, to do some game. research in here because I'm not sure if iron helmets existed in 621. Like that might have been the Bronze Age. I'm not a hundred percent positive. Hmm. Yeah, it feels like the whole thing at that time should be taking place in like China, not so much Europe. But you know, I don't know. What do I know? Uh, I didn't, you know, seriously, I didn't even know Jerry Glanville was alive and coaching football 1500 years ago. I mean, jeez. Oh, another thing I remembered. Oh, this is cool. Uh, so, like, I I played this, and so if you're losing real bad by in the second half, the other uh, somehow your team gets a troll on their on your team, and the troll fucking is badass. Like when he gets the ball, he just clubs the fuck out of people, and like you can really catch right back up. But once you tie the score, then the other team gets a troll on their team too. Hmm. But if you know how to use your troll better than they use their troll, then you can out-troll them. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. Which is, I think more more sports should have a, oh, you're, you're not doing so well? Well, here, have a troll or some kind of weird equalizer. Yeah, they, yeah. They need, every, more sports need a, like, last item in Mario Kart, last place in Mario Kart mechanic. Like, you're, mm. you're the equivalent of getting a star or, um, or a lightning bolt, you know? <laughs> I mean, or that's alt- why I always watched... Oh, go for it, David. Or alternatively, Mario Kart needs a troll as an item, where like all of a sudden you just get a little green elf troll monster that just runs up and 
fucks everyone up in your path. Oh, imagine if they added the Great Gazoo to Mario Kart. Oh, that'd be perfect. He's not a troll. No, but he's a little green guy, so he counts. I'm done. <laughs> Damn, yeah, we're game well, one and Jesse is done. Yeah, you offended Jesse, man. You know, bring up the Great Kazoo as a potential troll. Come on, Johnny, what are you thinking? <laughs> Knowing things about golf and not knowing things about Great Gazoo. <laughs> you dumb-dumb. <laughs> yeah, literally. Uh, Jesse, excellent pick. What a fucking strange lead-off. Uh, so, hopefully, this is the earliest of the uh, sports that we have. Like, this one takes place in 621. <laughs> yeah. You know, hopefully, now we get some, like, you know, I, I want all the games now to come in chronological order in which the games and the sports take place, so... <laughs> Yeah, now I'm very curious as to what's next. <laughs> Mad 95. <laughs> Big jump. Game 2.
All right, guys. So this game features a total of 13 characters, only five of which the player has the option to play against. Bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. What you gonna get? Gonna get respect. What you gotta get? Gotta get respect. What you wanna get? Wanna get respect. So how do you earn respect? Welcome to the city that slams with no pity. I hope you're ready to slam, slam, slam city. If you're committed to hard hitting, good ridden. Cause ain't nobody tricking, sticking, scotty pitting. With the team or without one, you're gonna get done. One on one, here I come, son. Just a thought that brings pressure. But so what? Cause on the court, I'll be dunking like donuts. So bring your ego, can't wait to do ya. You want respect, if you earn it, I'll be more than happy to give it to you. So bring it on, bring your best hook, ace, bring your best shot. But if you're beaten, then I guess not. What you wanna earn here is respect, yo. You wanna win, you gotta get all you can get, yo. Just remember, ace, you've been won. So bring it on, bring it on, bring it on. What you gonna get? Gonna get respect. What you gotta get? Gotta get respect. What you wanna get? Wanna get guys so who's feeling great i am feeling so good 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 let's see if we all went to the right place on that one. Oh, david that that's, is incredible that's a great drawing of a guy batting with a penis but you're not even in the right sport johnny and jesse both have the correct answer this is of course slam city with scotty pippen <laughs> It sounds a lot like the Scott's Tot song. <laughs> okay. If that's where your mind goes, David, so the, be it, I guess. the name of the game. Like the slam, slam, slam city. <laughs> and uh, if you want respect, you got to earn it from Scotty Pippen. Going to be dunking like donut. Uh, I'm sorry, did I a... mishear those lyrics? Is Scotty Pippen not a baseball player? You're thinking of Michael Jordan. This was 1994. Oh, okay. Michael Jordan okay. was playing baseball. Scottie Pippen was left to hold the Bulls together. <laughs> and that went well. I guess, he, I guess he figured, uh, well, I guess I got to strike while the iron's hot and get out a branded Scottie Pippen basketball game for the Sega CD. Um, Your favorite and, console. Man. Yeah, the Scottie Pippen of consoles. Uh <laughs> Oh, wow. No tipping, pippin'. <laughs> oh, man. What the fuck? Man, this game is crazy. It, Johnny, you ever, uh, Johnny or Jesse, the Sega boys, you ever fuck with Scotty Pippen Slam City? No. I mean, if oh, anybody <laughs> fucked with Scotty Pippen Slam City, it was John fucking Regan. I mean, who knows what went through Johnny's Sega CD? Uh, you know, these these things happen. Mostly porn, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, okay, so uh, bonus point: if anybody can tell me without looking, how many discs was Slam City with Scottie Pippen? <laughs> I know this actually off the top of my head. All right, David says two. Johnny. It was four. That's right. You could have just said it out loud. Oh, sorry. I thought Justin might answer. 
too late. <laughs> you rang in. Jesus, um, there was a, a basketball game on the Sega CD that was four discs yeah, long? Yeah, lots of cutscenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah all cutscenes. <laughs> um, fascinating game, this Slam City. So was it seriously uh, like, play the game on the first disc, and then as soon as you score a dunk, switch to disc three? Oh, David, no, it's crazier than that. So, Slam City with Scottie Pippen is not your traditional basketball game. It is the first. <laughs> you don't all say. F- all FMV basketball game. Oof. <laughs> is yes. this like a, like a, what a, uh, dragon, um, slayer type situation? I don't know. I, I can't imagine those two things have anything to do with each other. Slam City and Dragon Slayer. I'm not really sure. Uh, was Dragon Slayer a game where you're playing essentially an interactive movie? <laughs> yes. Like, okay. You know, that's the uh, one where you play as, uh, was it Dark Gently or whatever, and you um, have to press left or right. That's exactly... It's, like a, it's basically like a QTE, a yes. quick time event. It's exactly what this is. Um, so yes, this is totally the Scottie Pippen Dragon Slayer uh, Slam City. Um, so you are playing as Ace... A uh, young up-and-comer, uh, I guess, in Slam City. And if you can earn respect, you get to play against Scotty Pippen. And to play this basketball game, you are playing... It's literally videos of people, if you're on offense, it's you're, it, you're looking at the back of Ace... And you you don't see the ball, but you see you know your back moving left and right, and you're trying to make a move and take a shot, uh, or like break for a dunk. I honestly I can't tell at all how this game is controlled. It's <laughs> it's baffling to try and watch this. Um, but then if you're playing on defense, you're moving left and right, trying to stay in your opponent's way and raise your hands at the right time, I guess. Uh, and it, it's just all cutscenes. It's all you know, videos of a guy dribbling at the camera and then dribbling back and then moving around and then you know, if something happens, then it cuts to a cutscene of a guy fucking jumping off a trampoline and scoring a dunk and then it cuts to people in the audience going like, ooh, Ace just got a foot to the chest. Oh, he got, you know, like <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> Sounds amazing. It is amazing in some insane like, oh, they shouldn't have done this, <laughs> but like they had to try kind of way. Like this has the hubris of the Sega CD written all over it. Just like, no, this, this is bad, but man, good effort. I, I, I want to point like, out what? this also came out for the Sega CD 32X. Which uh, was meaning what exactly better what quality cutscenes? No, uh, I think technically more colors. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but cool. yeah, because they made a few games that use, required both Sega CD and 32X, which is insane. Like, I can't believe I mean, they made just... any games that, took, that did that, and this is one of them. Yeah. Um, it's pretty fucking crazy. Some fun stuff. <laughs> but yeah, so... Uh, y- and I'm, I'm pretty sure there are kids out there that were like, you know what? I'm going to hold off on the Sega Saturn. I'll just get the 32X and Sega CD combo instead. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Specifically, for Sega Saturn when you get a CD 32X basketball game on FMV. It's what all the people were clamoring for, baby. They wanted to go to Slam City. Um, you know, so you're playing as Ace. You get to play against four opponents uh, Fingers, Smash, Mad Dog, and Juice. <laughs> 
And uh, my favorite basketball players. Exactly. Uh, Juice is a is a woman, so the you know this has got to be one of the first games in which you can play basketball you know as, against a woman. Um, oh, that's not cool. as a woman, mind you. <laughs> so this features to... <laughs> like cross play with the WNBA. Oh no, the WNBA wouldn't exist for several more years, David. This is just a, a young woman in Slam City who wants a piece of ace, and she. Uh, oh. Yeah, you know, she's gonna get out there and you know ball it up on the court, man. I, I uh, it, it's confounding, man. Watching this, uh, so the games you play game, it's you just play a game of twenty one. It's one on one at all times, and you're playing games of twenty one against uh, videos. And for each thing that you do well, you earn respect. And for you know, if you get scored on, you lose a little bit of respect. And. Apparently, the whole game is like, it can take a while. You have to build up enough respect to play Scottie Pippen. And then Scottie Pippen rolls into Slam City. He's like, hey, man, you got my respect. Here, have a pair of Nikes. Let's go play uh, Let's go play a game of one-on-one. <laughs> oh, I love Jordans. God, Scottie, yeah. <laughs> how come you don't have your own shoe? No, he rolls in with a van full of Scottie-branded Nikes and gives you them. It's like, you know, here, I have these brand-new Nikes. Holds them right to the camera like these new Scotties, 33. Uh, really wanted you to buy those soundtrack or buy those fucking shoes. Sorry, um, I, I was trying to get back around to the soundtrack. My brain was already jumped to the word soundtrack. Soundtrack's dope. Yeah, um, it's got that rap in the opening, which is hilarious because it's actually performed by Scotty Pippen. Oh, oh that's good. Yeah. That's enjoyable. Produced by Jelly Bean Benitez and performed by Scotty Pippen. The song "Respect." And it's basically your instruction manual for the game. You got what you want to get. You want to get respect. What you got to get. And so, got to get respect. I, I just want to clarify. You you have four basketball. You have four um, matches plus Scottie Pippen, and each mm-hmm. match takes up like a whole disc, more or less. Seems like it. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. What's crazy? Yeah. So it's four matches and Pippen. But, like, I want to know where Pippin's located in the CDs. Because, you know, presumably he would be his own... He would be his own fifth CD, but, like... He lives at the Shire. No, you're thinking of... Small CD. I don't know. That is Pippin. Never mind. So, I I imagine it's disc one is four quarters against uh, that first person. um, Fingers. fingers. (laughs) It's four quarters against fingers. fingers. And then it's got the first Try quarter fingers. of Scottie Pippen. Then the next disc, next disc is four quarters against Juice and what the next quarter of Scottie Pippen. So when you get a Scottie Pippen, you gotta go back to disc one and each right. quarter is on a different <laughs> disc. That's this true. actually it's... might explain something that I was confounded by watching the video of it. Because when you play Pippen, you don't go it's not a game of twenty one. You only go to 11. So I'm wondering if they were just like, we can't do five discs, guys. We need to just end this now. Like, so. I was going to say, this almost feels like it's one of those Marvel collectible figures where you buy one character and you get a piece of another. And after buying all four, then you can assemble oh. like Galactus or some shit. Of course. I've always wanted to do that. Yeah. Slowly I- but surely you assemble Scotty Pippen. Which feels mm-hmm. weird because oh, you should be assembling like Michael Jordan. He wasn't playing basketball at the time, David. This was 1994. He had retired. Do you think <laughs> there's a good percentage of people that Scottie Pippen was their favorite player? Yes. Define good um, percentage. Like you know, like in like a twenty percent or more. Okay, yeah, sure. I I would think 
that coming from my informed position of a you know Bulls fan during the second three-peat, there were enough people out there that were a little bit exhausted by Michael Jordan mania and could recognize that Scottie Pippen was of near equal importance to the team. Scottie Pippen is an excellent basketball player and he he just had a completely different personality than Jordan. He was, you know, more laid back and friendly. He just had, you know, he didn't have the fucking Jordan thing about him. So, I think there's a lot of people that wanted that good down-home Arkansas country boy type as their favorite player and Scottie Pippen scratched that itch. I mean, I'm not trying so. to like put down anything that you say or that you feel, but as somebody that lives in Chicago, you can't really escape Jordan fever. Like, Michael Jordan is a god amongst men in this city. Oh, I thought you meant, when you said he couldn't escape Jordan fever, I thought like, you know, anytime you go on the street, he's gonna find you. That's what they call it in Chicago. (laughs) He's gonna kiss you. He's gonna gonna give you the fever. Yeah, they call it mono elsewhere, but no, in Chicago, it's called the Jordan yes. Fever. <laughs> Michael Jordan is going to kiss you. He has kissed 75% of the city, myself included. Mm-hmm. I honestly believe yes. it. Oh. But, uh, but the, the thing, the key to all of this, David, is not everyone lives in Chicago. And there are plenty of people that uh, probably... Like basketball? Yeah, like basketball. Don't live in Chicago kept up with the Bulls in the 90s. They were kind of America's team there for a little while. And, uh, you know, if they weren't into Michael Jordan as much, maybe they were into Scottie Pippen. Maybe they were into Dennis Rodman. I mean, maybe they were into Tony Kukoc or Ron Harper or Bill Winnington or Luke Longley or listen, any I mean, of the other players. I the honestly don't know what you're talking about. You're like, maybe there are people who are fans of the Bulls who don't live in Chicago because the city of Chicago has about 2 million people. That's about the population of the entire United States of America. Yes. Yeah. Now, well, point is, plenty of people like Scott. Yeah, I have one question, David. Wait. I have one question. How many four-disc-long Sega CD games does Michael Jordan have? True. Um, I'm gonna have to do some research, but I believe nine. No, it's oh. it's absolutely zero. <laughs> yeah, it's less oh. than Scottie Pippen. It's the one you know. It's the one record that Scottie Pippen for sure holds over Michael Jordan <laughs> is number of Sega CD God. games. Um, Scottie uh, Pippen has more discs than Final Fantasy VII. I mean, that's crazy. Well, when you, you know, put it like that, man, because Final Fantasy VII has three. Well, yep, plus, Scottie Pippen got him beat. I mean, uh, do you consider this to be four discs because it was a Sega CD, or do you consider it to be? Eight discs, because there's also a Sega CD32X edition. I mm-hmm. mean, if you want to get technical, I suppose well, Scotty Pippen has more discs than The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. That's right. Well, yeah, that's a card. <laughs> well, no, there was that GameCube Master Disc. Mm-hmm. So there's Very one small disc. disc yeah. The Legend one of Zelda. Disc. It was a small Scotty disc. Pippen's yeah. disc is bigger. Scotty Pippen, The Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Little white disc. I think there was probably a time where Scotty Pippen was striving to have enough discs of games to fit his whole wingspan. And I, I've seen, you know, the uh, you know the scale model of Scotty Pippen. The man had a very immense wingspan. It, you know, so. He was striving for that. He was going to put out four to six discs on every system. And then, of course, Michael Jordan came out of retirement. And suddenly the the market for FMV one-on-one basketball games dried up. And nobody wanted to go back to Slam City. The the thing is, is I've heard a lot that Scottie Pippen is a very terrible tipper. 
And that makes me upset. Oh, that's too bad. He shouldn't be fucking with service workers like that. That's some fucking horse shit. Yeah, that's Fuck really... Scotty Pippen. Damn. Game over this man. Game over this man. Maybe what? he just got upset because no. he tipped... <laughs> Game over Scotty Pippen. He got tipping no. people <laughs> copies of Slam City of Scotty Pippen. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that yeah, honestly cool. is the same Fine. as not tipping someone. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's that's where the reputation came from. He was actually a good tipper. He was giving everyone free games. Oh. It just happened to be Slam City with Scotty like, Pippen. Everyone's when you pissed. get like a folded over ten dollar bill and you open it and it's really just a surprise. You could have ten dollars, but instead you should go to church and you're like, fuck you. Mm. Um, nah, Johnny, before you move on, came over Scotty Pippen. No, no, fuck I'm you not guys. What are you talking about? Yeah, you can't tell him to move Pippen. on from my game or game over my second favorite player. What's wrong yeah. with you guys? Fuck I'm off. Do that. <laughs> Love Scotty Pippen. Yeah. He's only gotten cooler with age. Now all he does is talk shit. He's like, only put out more <laughs> CDs with age. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, the the song Respect almost Scotty Pippen's theme like nowadays. Ever since that fucking Last Dance documentary came out, he's been pissed. He just wants people to fucking respect him and, like, respect his contributions to the Bulls. This game was him telling you guys in advance, like, I'm going to get some goddamn respect. Yeah, I was important so to that team as well. who's your first player? Say what? Who's your first favorite player? David Robinson. Okay. Yeah. Love David Robinson. <laughs> um... But I, uh, I guess I could have picked Supreme Court tonight, but no, Scottie Pippen was too good to pass up, man. David Robinson knew better than to fucking make an all FMV game. He just made a straightforward basketball game. Fucking, you know, good guy. You know, that, that was Robinson, man. Good on the fundamentals. Wasn't flashy, wasn't trying to do anything neat. Just led in rebounds and blocks and fucking dominated the paint. Scottie Pippen, he was trying to get respect and uh, didn't quite succeed back in 94 or nowadays. So, uh, you know. On this podcast, we love Scotty Pippen. Sorry, David and Jesse. Johnny, now I declare that now that I've given Scotty some respect, we can move on. Dang! Oh, damn it, wrong button. Oh, Game no, that's the three. right button. <laughs>
So this was the final game in this series, released on the Game Boy Advance. All future games released in the series were released on the Nintendo DS. second song was uh, a tough one but that third one really brought it home oh. um, now I get it so at, at this point <clears throat> so at this point I'd like to thank our requester Mork for this request who sent this request yeah, via gamethattune.club who's got s- oh I love that site who's got some answers You know what? No, Jesse. Everyone says Hamtaro Ham Ham Games. Aww. This is a hat trick. <laughs> Can we keep that as the... <laughs> So yeah, um, this is our fan request from Mork that came to us from GameThatTune.club, our um, GameThatTune social media site. This is Hamtaro Hamham Games. It sure is. <laughs> what a game. So yeah, when I, um, anytime that I win... And I get to choose the fan request. I 
I look at all the games that are requested and I look at their soundtracks and I see if there's any soundtrack that's like an absolute banger, an absolute bop. Um, and then what I tend to do is look at where the requests came from, be it Discord or if somebody sent us an email or came to us from our social media at GameThatTune.club. Um, and then what I usually do is I look at who made the request and if that person had a, a request recently, you know, if somebody's request was played on the last episode or the episode before because I don't really want to play favorites, anything like that. And then I, and then I see a request like Hamtaru Ham Ham Games, the Hamtaru Olympic game. And I think, well, that's going on the fucking show. Yeah. Good pick, man. Uh, yeah. This looks, it, it looks adorable. Yeah. It's one of the cutest animes I've ever seen. So is this just like, is it like just Hamtaro track and field? I mean, in a word, yes. Okay. This is, I mean, <laughs> this is pretty much like, it's a Hamtaro... Olympic game like some every there are multiple different events and every game has excuse me every game has different like controls and whatnot um so there's like a track and field event there's all these different events and each game has it's basically just like a mini game collection as you right. go through it um and it's it's very, very simple. Like, I'm not gonna lie. If you want to beat all of the high scores and all the high records, like, this game is gonna take you about two hours. Like, it's not a complex game. But, I mean, I chose it because it has very happy-go-lucky music, and also, you know, for some reason, that was a weird thing. Hamtaro was just a thing. Like, a cute hamster anime just sort of exploded in the 2000s and I don't really understand why I think you just explained why it look was how a cute he is cute yeah they're adorable yeah man. cute hamster based anime what plus yeah. don't forget the popularity of hamster dance before this like hamps like we are all in oh, hamsters yeah. in the early 2000s cannot be overstated how popular hamster dance was yeah well, it's the thing, like, I don't know if this is really related to Hamster Dams, because I feel like this maybe came it's out. Not, it, it's absolutely not, but I'm still going to make the connection anyways of, of the world being hamster crazy in the late 90s and early 2000s. We were all in all on hamsters. Gene Gear was a living legend. <laughs> like, it was all about hamsters at the time. Yeah, we had hamster fever. Also, like, you got to think, this anime was still kind of young in America at the yes. time. And so, like, any anime we were getting, we were like, oh, this is cool. And then just the idea, the Japanese make this cool cartoon about hamsters? Whoa, the Japanese are wacky. Let's watch this show. Like, mm -hmm. we were just starting to see just the, you know, how they'll just you know, we'll make an anime about horse women. We'll make an anime about hamsters. We'll make an anime about people who fight with their butts. Like, they just... This was our first peek at just awesome Japan making silly anime. Yeah. There's something for everybody, man. Uh, if you like adorable little hamsters, 
They had that. You know who else had hamster um, fever? Richard Gere. <laughs> Oh. Is he the guy that put the hamster in his butt? Or I thought it was like a weatherman. What the fuck? <laughs> That's I how mean, he got the hamster fever. I think it was Richard Gere. That's I don't know if all that relates to weathering, but maybe yeah. the hamsters uh. weathered his colon. Well, no, I've I've heard that story about like weathermen on like like television channels and stuff. So, David, uh, or anybody can jump in on this. Uh, did you guys see the uh, Hamtaro uh, OVA Ham Ham Games? Were you, aware no, that this, were you aware that this game was a tie-in to a special episode of Hamtaro? I mean, that doesn't really surprise me, because the Hamtaro anime went on for a very long time. So the fact that they were like, hey, we're going to do an episode based on the Olympics, like, yeah, sure, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's funny, uh, this game is actually like a follow-up to the anime. In the anime, you don't actually see the ham-ham games. The hamsters are just tasked with carrying the uh, ham-ham game torch to the hamcropolis to start the ham-ham games, and then this game is the hamsters competing in the actual ham-ham games. So, it was actually like two things of a piece. You, to get the full experience, you had to watch that episode, see them light the, the torch at the Hamcropolis, and then play this game to see who actually wins the Ham Ham games. It was, honestly, if, you know, if they had really made a big deal out of marketing this, this could have been like one of those big synergistic tie-ins. By the way, but, the Hamcropolis is my favorite deli, hands down. Yeah. Yeah, easily. <laughs> you know, I don't know that anybody who watched the anime was like, oh yeah, I gotta play the game to figure out who won, because honestly, the game's not that great. Like I said, well, it's... But it's not about who wins, man. It's about the spirit of ham-ham friendship. It's it's just about having a good time <laughs> with adorable hamsters competing in Olympic events. It's not about who wins, man. It's about the hamsters... Doing cute things and being friends. It's about the Hamcropolis, man. <laughs> yeah, it's just about getting you know get, get the chance to be at the Hamcropolis and compete. <laughs> I mean, you say that, but again, I'm gonna go back to you can beat this game in like two hours. Like this yeah, is not a watch, very in-depth game. And you can watch the anime in less than two hours. Three hours later, you've completed the story of the Ham Ham Games, and you can all move on. I mean, it's. You know, it would be weird if the game lasted much longer than the episode that it tied into. Like, if you know, if you watched a couple hours of anime and then played a fucking 90-hour Ham Ham Games RPG, it wouldn't God, feel right. It would be all out of balance. Open world Ham Taro <laughs> yes, game. Yes, exactly. You know, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have added up. Um, or an so. open world Olympic game where you just kind of like wander around and then find various <laughs> areas where you can just I'm compete gonna... in the Olympic sports. Like you just you're walking you across the plane and then you pick up like a javelin. Oh, just, like what can I do with this? You just stroll through the halls of the Olympic <laughs> Village, just fucking everybody. That's that's what you I was do. gonna say, David. You, you know, you're demonstrating you didn't play any of the Mario and Sonic <laughs> Olympic games, did you? Like, <laughs> I played the first one, and I think it was the second one in the Winter Games. Yeah, because they're not open world, but you definitely in the la- uh, the latest one get to just go around Tokyo to the various places and compete in the games, and they're all taking place in the city of Tokyo. So, kind of what happened to those games. Uh, kind of dope, in fact. 
But uh, they're not as dope as the game taking place at the Hamcronopolis. <laughs> like, if they had, you know... I mean, if they had I just wouldn't go that taken far. Place in, if they had made this into a larger game for the DS or, you know, some system after that, and, yeah, it's not just the Hamcronopolis, but it's all of Hamptons, and, uh, you know, I think it would be a lot of fun. You get to go to, you know, open-world hamster Greece and, you know, just wander around and do, uh, do Olympic events as the Hamhams. I, uh... I think that would be pretty great. But, unfortunately, another fun fact about the Ham Ham Games uh, anime, it's the last episode of Hamtaro to be localized for America. So apparently this was the end of Hamster Fever. Um, it's uh, like it's I a shame, man. Like I said, this was the last game for the GBA. Um, all subsequent games were released on the DS. Um, right. I don't know if that really enhanced or emphasized the games. Um because I don't imagine that touchscreen controls would have made the games better. Oh, I think it would have. You want to, you want to be able to touch the hams. So, <laughs> yeah. You absolutely want to be, you know, play Hamtaro Ham Ham Tapper. That feels um, oddly suggestive. Yes, yeah. I want to tap the hams. Yeah, I love tapping hams. Yeah, David, let's you and me get together and tap hams. <laughs> what do you think, baby? David, mm. you might know it in Chicago as a moon landing, but right, down exactly. south they call it tapping hams. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm not against it. Um, mm. I feel. And like when you do it in a when you do it in a sauna, it's called a steam ham. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, fuck, it's a steam room, not a sauna. Sauna's dry. That's that's where you get the the dried hams. <laughs> ah man, what a fool I was. <laughs> I think it's just called prosciutto. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's what we call up here in Chicago esteemed hams. Or wait, no. Yeah. That's an Albany expression. Yes, exactly. It's, uh, you know, over in Utica. That's, uh, that's where it came from. Anyway, um, yeah. Uh, I fully support this being the request. I fully support uh, Ham Taro and adorable, you know, ham ham animes. See, uh, it's one of those things where, like, again, Ham Taro was just huge for no reason for a couple of years and then well, it surely just disappeared. there was a reason <laughs> like <laughs> there, you know there's a reason things get huge and I, i'm gonna go with these things are fucking adorable david yeah <laughs> it can't be overstated how adorable these hams are <laughs> like <laughs> and then yeah that was that we moved on i mean you know, give me an give me an anime from like 2005 or so with something really adorable what did everybody move on to uh, I couldn't tell you. What Hello Kitty? Pikachu? Yes, that, you know, Hello Kitty famously rolled out in 2005 and just <laughs> oh, took over. I, th I don't think that's right. <laughs> Avatar? No, I don't think it is. <laughs> Avatar? People were just really oh. into that bald guy? Oh, that Avatar. Oh. I thought you meant the, the blue thing. <laughs> like, David, you're a few years early. and yeah. But no, okay, that makes more sense. Uh, yeah, let's go with that. Uh, you know, Ham Ham Games just got replaced with Avatar. Um, makes sense. Uh, that's just how it goes, man. That's that's just the life cycle of anime fandom and anime come to America. The next cute thing just comes rolling along and everybody just gets into it's about, it. So. It's about the lifespan of a hamster. Mm-hmm. God. <laughs> What's the worst way you guys all lost a hamster when you were kids? Um, I never had a hamster when I was a kid. I, I only had a rabbit. Uh -huh. I had a gerbil, and my sister dropped my entire dresser on it. What? <laughs> what? 
When you say you're dropped like, oh. your entire dresser, I feel like it's more she kicked <laughs> over the dresser and the gerbil was under it. Yep, probably. Uh, one of my one of my cats busted into my hamster cage and uh, dragged my gerbil off, uh, and then my you know replacement mice that I had shortly thereafter. We went on vacation and I didn't feed them for two weeks and I came back and they were all dead. Oh no, okay. oh, poor guys! Fuck. I totally Fuck. forgot that I totally forgot that I owned mice. Jesse, uh, what was your childhood trauma? Well, I never owned a hamster. Phew. Smart yeah. move. Don't do it. Yeah. No. It only hits poorly. I could, I could bring up some trauma, but I don't want to. You know, hamsters, like the ham-ham games, uh, adorable, but ends poorly. Yeah. One day it's here, and the next it's gone. And you just moved on. That's how it all, That's how it goes, man. So pour one out for all your dead rodents. And uh, Johnny, let's, uh, let's keep it going. Game four.
Oh, this is my my game. I should probably say some shit. <laughs> Good thinking, Jenny. All right. So, uh, according to this game's illustrator, um, in an episode of My Life in Gaming, uh, he was fined fifteen thousand dollars by Sports Illustrator for using their photo in a picture of Wayne Gretzky and Billy Smith from nineteen eighty three as a reference for the game's front cover without their consent. The charges were later dropped to only ten grand. Let's see some answers. You're gonna have to give me a hot second. Can you repeat that trivia? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, so, according to the Games Illustrator, um, in an episode of My Life is Gaming, he was fined uh, $15,000 by Sports Illustrator for using their photo of Wayne Gretzky and Billy Smith from 1983 as a reference for the game's front cover without their consent. Then later, the charges are dropped down to $10,000. They ever get the results of that case? Uh, I assume they just paid? He just paid it, but I don't know. I Yeah, I don't have that part. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm right, curious. now I'm ready. Thank you. Alright, so let's see here. So, David drew, drew baseball hit, a baseball player, I think? No, a hockey player hitting a uh, Definitely penis. a hockey player this time. Yeah, it makes sense that it's hockey, because I clearly said it was hockey. And then, uh, he says... Dikembe Mutombo BMX Challenge? Dikembe? Hold on, Johnny. I'll I'll let you do a fresh take. It's Dikembe Mutombo. He's a famous basketball player. Jesse says, Dikembe Mutombo BMX Challenge, which is incorrect. And John has a correct answer of Blades of Steel. (laughs) Not a hat trick, but I'll take it. I just want to play it. (laughs) Yeah, no, I want to play it all the time now. I want to play that sound for everything. Uh, it's our new sound for everything. It's a good sound. <laughs> yeah. 18 seconds long, that sound. <laughs> oh, man. Um, man, Blades of Steel, starring Will Ferrell and John Heater. Oh. Um, oh, yeah, that movie. I cannot believe they made a movie out of this NES and arcade hockey game 20-some-odd years after the fact. It's very different. Yeah. John, I uh, yeah. think you're thinking of Blades of Glory, which is the movie. You sure? Blades of Steel is that movie about um, where people fight with robots, like Rock'em Sock'em Robot style. No, Johnny, that's real steel. Blades of Steel is the uh, 
It's the oh, this is the one with Shaq. It's the and one where like Shaq Superman plays Superman with, Superman with a, a suit of armor. Shit, I don't know what that is. <laughs> uh, that would be Steel, which is a movie we should never put on GTT movie night. Okay, if you say so. We could have Shaq night at some point, guys. We could oh do my God. Ooh, all God, four Shaq no, movies. Yeah, not a, ever. A big long Shaq pole. Oh man! Um, Kazam, <laughs> Steel. Come on, Johnny. Name two more. All Shaq four movies. of two other movies that Shaq has been in. Go on. Uh, he was briefly the Green in Space Mile. Jam. Oops, sorry. Just said Green Mile. <laughs> yes, I know that was Whoa. obviously a joke. That yeah, was yeah, Michael Clark Duncan. <laughs> uh, whole nine yards. <laughs> um. Fucking no. Green Lantern. The whole nine yards? Hold on. No. <laughs> Who the we fuck should is... never watch Green Lantern again. Who the hell has seen the whole nine yards? <laughs> well, the joke is now that we've conflated him with Michael Clark Duncan. I, I know. I'm, I was amazed that anybody bringing up the whole nine yards of all movies. He's great in the whole nine yards. He's he's the other. He's the guy. Uh, there's Bruce Willis, Matthew Perry, Amanda Peet's titties, and Michael Clark Duncan in that movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> Oh, God, for some reason I was equating the whole nine yards with the replacements. I was like, no, that's Keanu Reeves, <laughs> not Michael Clark Duncan. Whole nine yards, not a football movie at all. <laughs> oh, man, what a what a flick. Um, no, two other Shaq movies, uh, Grown Ups, mm. uh, possibly Grown Ups 2, I think, and uh, Blue Chips. Gotta love uh, you know, Penny and Shaq, both in Blue Chips. You know, Penny, Shaq, and Nick Nolte. What a fucking all-star cast. <laughs> Dream team. That's my NBA jam team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you, you unlock the Nolte codes. <laughs> God, can you imagine punching a code to the fucking NBA jam and it just comes up with Nick Nolte's mugshot? <laughs> <laughs> God, could you imagine playing NBA jam, but it's Nick Nolte as the absorbing man from Hulk? Hell yeah. Oh. Because <laughs> I mean, like, ball, that's where that court. mugshot came from. So, like, yeah, you're walking down the court, and then all of a sudden, you're made of wood. Right. Walking down the court. It's a casual. You know stuff. that. Uh, I'm gonna say, you know that mugshot isn't from the Hulk. It's it's Nick Nolte's actual mugshot, right, David? Well, I mean, he was arrested while he was filming Hulk, as I recall, and that's why he had the longer hair. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, I can't remember if that tracks or not, but it's... Oh, yeah, it's 2002. Never mind. Yeah, totally the whole... Still, great mugshot. Classic. Anyway, none of that has anything to do with Blades of Glory. Blades of Steel! (laughs) (laughs) You did it again! So, Uh, yeah, this is a... It's an arcade slash NES um, hockey game. I chose the NES soundtrack. It's got some, Moving on. It's got some weird (laughs) shit. Like, you can get into fights, and the loser goes in the penalty box. But the winner. Well, yeah, that's how it goes, man. Is that well, I mean, both usually of you should how be going. it is, right? Yeah, usually it's both of the players. I've I've been to a a hot few Blackhawks games, and I don't recall somebody beating the shit out of somebody 
knocking them out, and then they go to the penalty box. Like, no, the loser goes to the penalty box. <laughs> What's really disappointing about real-world hockey is that usually a fight doesn't end with, the like, one of the people getting literally knocked out. It's usually, like, broken up and they both go to the penalty box. I was disappointed to learn that when attending my first hockey game. I'd grown up playing, like, this and, like, Wayne Gretzky's 3D hockey on Nintendo 64, and it's like, wait, 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 let them fight. Let them yeah. finish, man. Don't, <laughs> don't put them in the box. Yet he's still on his feet. <laughs> yeah. God. I've definitely played Mortal Kombat. This guy should take off his skate and stab him in the eye, right? Yes, exactly. Let him rip off his yeah. face and burn him alive, man. What are you doing? <laughs> God, yeah. Nobody's punching through each other's chests and ripping out hearts. Uh, you know, he didn't turn him into a baby. This fight's not Everyone over yet. Everyone still has their spines. What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> God, where is Sub Zero when you need it? <laughs> I know there's all of this ice perfect. on the, already. Mm -hmm. um, well, that's yeah, so, the thing. Yeah. Sub Zero is just riding the Zamboni, making the ice as he goes. Oh, that I would actually really like to see. Sub Zero Waving. is the Zamboni, and someone else is riding him. <laughs> uh, that's a whole but, different kind of game. Yeah, di different search terms. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. This, I like the touch of the loser of the fight going in the penalty box. That is a nice way to change the formula for a fucking like arcade hockey game. That's pretty funny. Like, yeah, yeah. All right, wuss, you're in the penalty box. Uh -huh. <laughs> now it's a power play. Get fucked. <laughs> yep. Stronger guy stays on the ice, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, um, I am impressed by the NES one because it is uh, five players per team as opposed to ice hockey on the NES, which is only three. You know, and. Wait, well, four. Did, oh, of four. The you're, you're right with the goalie. Um, did the NES have a fucking multi-tap that supported no. ten controllers? <laughs> I seem to remember ice hockey on the NES is four characters plus the goalie. Hi. Yeah, oh, yeah, shit. yeah, yeah. You know what? You're right. Diamond, I'm, I think. Well, I'm absolutely yeah. wrong on this whole segment, guys. Let's uh. Because I definitely remember <laughs> choosing four fat guys in ice hockey, oh, no, that's and they just like knocking people over. Mm-hmm. It's a great team. As long as you you know control the puck, you're good. Those four fat guys on skates. And uh, yeah. the NES did have a multi tap, but I don't think it went up to ten. I think it, I think it went up to four. <laughs> uh, not many games have supported it because I own a multi tap and I didn't actually own any games that it worked with. It was mm -hmm. very disappointing. I bet those games are exceedingly rare. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you never owned Super Mario Brothers with ten players. Yeah, new Super Mario Brothers NES. <laughs> Back when they tried to do ten players, you know, it was God. a terrible idea. It was Mario, Luigi, Muigi, mm -hmm. Irio, right, <laughs> and then like six different colors of Toads, various Wario's and Waluigi's and Watoads and whatnot. Uh, forgotten is there a, yeah Watto. is there a wa peach uh, or wa bowser yeah daisy <laughs> i'm trying to you know hmm yeah what would wa peach be like would she be a rotten peach mm, you I'm know see here's the, the thing i feel like the the correct version of wa peach would just be like similar to wario or waluigi just the extension of peach and just like a hyper feminine dainty princess but I feel like they would go the direction of like an evil like peach where she'd be like a like goth femme fatale 
I, I, yeah, I'd hate to see that. I think it would just be Wario in a wig. Oh, that's better. That's, that's really good. <laughs> yep. Um, so, yeah. I bake as, you a cake, In case you haven't figured this out yet, <laughs> I really don't have a whole lot to say about Blaze of Steel. Besides, it's a pretty good hockey game. Nah, Johnny. You know, but you can talk to us about the current NHL situation. What's the playoffs going uh, like, man? Who's your team? Um, I'm always going to go for... Uh, the New York Rangers, because that's what Gretzky was on back in the day, and that's among other teams. One yes. of the few teams I can name besides Tampa Bay Lightning. Mm-hmm. Can you name one of the other teams that Gretzky was on? Oh, God, was he on the Toronto? Was he from Canada? Was he on the Toronto hockey team? M- many players are from Canada, and they don't all play for the Toronto hockey team. <laughs> no, John. <laughs> yeah. There's more than one Canadian hockey team, too. Mm-hmm. Just a few. Yeah, I got nothing. I have no idea who we play who for is your, the Rangers. Who is your current favorite NHL player, John? Still Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Still going. <laughs> so I lace him up tonight. <laughs> yeah. Who do you think should have won the MVP this year, John? Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> like, I don't know why you keep asking me this. I'm just, you know, pushing until you push the button for the next game. Uh, you know. How do you feel about PK subbing? Game five. <laughs> He's okay. So, this is the second and final game to be developed by uh, this company.
Um, does anyone require an additional hit? I don't. Alright, nobody else said anything, so let's see those answers. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Johnny has a penis with what appears to be fuck face written on it, uh, and whose balls are, it looks like tennis balls, sadly incorrect. Uh, Jesse says Dan Marino's Dunkfest, sadly incorrect. John Harrington has the correct answer. Uh, this is Rap Jam Volume 1. But before we get into this, I just want to point out the layers that are in the answer here, because that is a baseball bat and two baseballs. And it does say fuckface, reference to Bill Ripken's 1989 uh, baseball card where it says fuckface on the end of his bat. That's. <laughs> so, yes, right. oh, um, right. Johnny, <laughs> you definitely made multiple references to baseball. Sadly, this is a basketball game. This is Rap Jam Volume 1, the perfect time to break out of that baseball reference. <laughs> this is Rap Jam Volume 1, uh, the second and only game made by Motown Software. Um, their previous game being Baby's Kids. So, oh, you hmm. know, uh, Rap Jam Volume 1 is a stellar, stellar amazing game. I mean, I got, I got no beef with it. it you know, they tried something. I mean, they, uh, John... They used their clout for, uh, for a good reason. They, you know, they put some rap stars in a basketball setting. I like it. You say you have no beef with it. Have you played this game? Oh, certainly not. Okay, see, if you had, you would have beef with this game. Um, so yeah, Motown Software decided to make a basketball game starring multiple hip-hop recording artists. You can you can play as Coolio, LL Cool J, Queen Latifah, Yo-Yo, like... This game has some street cred, if I may say, and that sounds like a really cool game. However, it's it's just not like the controls in this game are terrible. Like it, this is just an awful game. And if you're if you're listening to the live recording or maybe in the podcast version, you're like, "Wow, those first two songs went by really quickly. Like, why didn't you pick any of the any of the longer songs <laughs> for this game?" So, here's the thing. Motown Games made a basketball game where you can play as multiple hip-hop recording artists. And this game features no background music. <laughs> no, that's fucked. That's oh, awesome. Wow. So, um, <laughs> the music that was played for the, for the episode, I think it was, like, the Chicago stage intro and, like, the Los Angeles stage intro and then the title screen when you play the game there is no background music like if you play on the the new york court there's just like crowds applauding and the chicago court is apparently on like a south side like rooftop court so there's just wind noise for the background there is no background music for this game like 
Is this wow. game is awful. Is there? No, that that is the most oh. egregious thing ever. Like the game can be as bad as it wants, but if you're not gonna deliver on at least a hip hop beat while the fucking basketball is being played, then like you you really fucked up calling this game rap jam. Is there <laughs> at least yeah. sound effects like this, like the ball dribbling or shoes squeaking on the court, anything like that? You know, I. I went back and I, I watched a playthrough of this game, and I'm pretty sure it's just, like, wind noises and applaud noises. <laughs> oh, like, God. The, the, first, the first, like, level of this game was just, like, Chicago rooftop, and all I heard was, and that was it. Oh, my God. Well, David, you ever, I mean, you ever hoop it up on a Chicago rooftop? It's kind of like that, man. Yeah, you know? but you know what? There's no music. You gotta be quiet so as not to alert the security guards. Um, <laughs> yeah, I can't even make the noise of a dribbling basketball. <laughs> this, this is just an atrocious game, and I apologize for bringing it to the episode. Um, I had initially wanted to bring a different game, but unfortunately, that game only had two songs, so I was kind of like shit out of luck. So it's like, okay, mm. I mean, what game can I play? Right. Well, you only brought two songs from the request, so really, you, you probably could have swung it. But uh... yeah, see, that's because I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> so I want to point out, you said this is the second and last game by this by this developer, right? Motown Games. Yes, baby. Motown Games made Baby's Kids this game, and then they immediately went out of business. I want to point out, <laughs> Quincy Jones realized what was what his money was going towards. Like, shut it down. I want to point out, this <laughs> game is technically titled Rap Jam Volume One, implying they intended to do a Volume Two, Three, and so oh, on. Oh yeah, there nope, was going to be mistake. a sequel, and then this game got canceled. Oh, <sighs> this company a, was just like, oh, what the fuck were we thinking? I really want to see a list of the games and of, like, the, you know, like, IP that presume to do that. Like, somehow indicate in your first title that you're going to, you know, make a sequel and then just never get to do it. Like, terrible <laughs> idea calling your shot like this. Well, that's the thing. Like, it's a basketball game where you can play as Coolio and Flava Flav and Warren G. Like, okay, I could see that, like, continuing on. <laughs> like... Hey, you know that background music? We're just not gonna have it. You know those, like, good controls? We're just not gonna have it. We're gonna have, like, <laughs> three any, uh, more of these, right? Fuck no. We're gonna do our own thing. I mean, that's really the problem. Like, you know, Baby's Kids was famously a terrible beat-em-up game and sucked ass. So, like, if the people that, like, develop and publish this aren't fucking competent in making games, you've got to fall back on something else. And I would think that it would be... Not games made for the Super NES in which you can't... Like, this would make sense as a Sega CD game with fucking actual rap music being played in it. But if you then do it on the SNES, like, you could do sample bass, but you can't do fucking, you know, like, real lyrics without, like, you know, heavy compression. And then to not do any of it at all, it's just like, you know, what are we doing here, baby? Like... <laughs> You know, do you, any wild. voice? Are there voice clips? Do you get Flavor Flav saying something funny? No, like I wish nothing. The only voice clips are again, like on the New York stage. You're playing on like a a street court with a chain link fence, and there's people there, and they're going like, "Yeah," and that's the only <laughs> sound that you have. 
Like, and see, I would be a lot more enthusiastic than that if I were fucking watching like Queen Latifah play street ball against Flavor Flav. So how do they just, explain you know. the basketball not making sound? Like, is there a basketball silencer that I don't know about that you can attach your basketball to reduce the sound of the dribble we have to play if you fill it with sand johnny it doesn't make the same <laughs> percussive bouncing noise it just kind of thuds well, uh, and... still bounced. <laughs> <laughs> of course <laughs> you you raise an interesting point johnny vaguely um because i want to get into the plot of this game um because the plot of this game is you're trying to win like a tournament throughout multiple cities in the country so you go to Atlanta and Chicago and New York and whatnot, and you're trying to become the best basketball three squad in order to record, get yourself into a recorded music video and win $500. Wow. Like, that is the plot of this game. And I feel like if I was Flava Flava Queen Latifah, I would not give a fuck about $500. Well, yeah, that's the thing. At some point, you got to assume it's about respect and about you know earning the title of you know top rap jammer or some such thing. The five hundred dollars does seem a little low for luring these big time artists into a national basketball tur- series of tournaments in various cities. Like you know, that, that doesn't really even cover the travel for three people to move between all these places. Yeah, so. if, if they manage to make. Um Make it like where it's an honor to win this thing, and the prize money is right. really not a part of it. Kind of, kind of like, like I think you, if you host a SNL, you get paid like two thousand dollars or something like that. Like it's really not a lot of money. Yeah, I mean it's a good amount of money. Don't get me wrong for like one work, but for these mega stars, it's like nothing, right? They they just really want to be on SNL, right? I I get it. Or like. Um, there's some famous golf tournament where like you really don't win a lot of money, but it's about the prestige. Well, of it's it. like the, it's like the Great British Bake Off. Yeah, yeah. You know, you win a fucking bouquet and a cake stand, but you also get to be, you know, the most famous baker in Britain at that time. Uh, you know, but all these rappers are already famous rappers, so like giving them five hundred bucks doesn't really do anything for them. And you know, like, wh- what do you really gain by? Uh, I'm sorry, David. Did you say there was like a recording session at stake or something? Yeah, or? you get to win five hundred dollars and like a spot in a music video. So, but these right. people already have record deals. That's already exactly. what they do for a living. They're already famous enough to do that. Well, that's <laughs> the thing is because you can choose, like, you've got a, a three-team squad, so you can choose from, like, Queen Latifah, Coolio, Flava Flav, like, multiple recording artists, and then there's generic characters like Jose. Like, why, why would I choose this character when I could be any any famous person i got guys i got a great idea Mm. david david go look up how much money is in our patreon all right we hold a basketball (laughs) tournament and the prize money is whatever's in it right now okay and we invite the most famous people we can and see what their response is (laughs) and god god help us if they actually show up awesome but I, th- mm-hmm. I feel like getting the response alone would be pretty hilarious. We, God, no, we, we have got this much money in our like Patreon cup. Can you win a free throw shootout? And like our winners are Grimmery, Mork, and Michael Jordan. 
Yeah, we Whoever's have. Whoever's gonna yeah. win this? We have we have a real life basketball. There's only three basketball people. August absurdity tournament with a top prize of like eight hundred dollars. Oh, oh man, in there. See, but I, I want to see Johnny have to actually step out on the court when somebody does show up. Like, you know, we host this thing and then you know we get a fucking like a text message like, yeah, Queen Latifah's actually here, guys. <laughs> like, Johnny, you're gonna have to go out and play her in basketball, and Johnny just gets his fucking ass. Whooped. Queen Latifah's here. She <laughs> bought Jimmy Fallon. It's the whole thing. I love the idea of Queen Latifah flying to Baltimore like, all right, let's fucking go. Yeah. Showing up at this place, you know, it's not decorated, nobody's there, but somehow somebody texts Johnny and's like, dude, Queen Latifah is looking She's for you. She's at the community center, John. Go, go get yeah, over there right now. Exactly. All of a yeah. sudden, it's us. All of a sudden, Johnny it's... just has to, like, nail a peach basket to his garage door. Yeah, Johnny throws on a do-rag, runs out the door, and just yes. Okay, here we go. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jesse, you were saying. I was just going to say, it's us four versus Queen Latifah and three of her friends. Mm-hmm. I'd be into that. Yeah. I bet we get yeah. Jimmy Fallon to do it. He, he'll he do anything. What's wrong I mean, with you? Why, I feel why like is this Jimmy the second Fallon time you brought up Jimmy Fallon? One of Queen, Queen Latifah's friends. Well, they did that movie together, that taxi movie. That's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> they connected on the, on the like, set of and taxi, now really into and now video they're just best music. friends. Johnny, did you just reference, I'm guessing, a 16-year-old fucking movie starring Jimmy Fallon and Queen Latifah? Like... Oh, it's a common knowledge thing. Everybody knows that Queen Latifah and Jimmy Fallon made Taxi together. Yeah. <laughs> Do you not okay. know that was the thing that happened? I've been reminded that that's the thing that happened. I, you know, I find it odd that that's, that's the only thing. That's where Johnny's oh, mind no. goes. When I say Queen Latifah, Johnny's mind goes to Taxi starring Queen Latifah and Jimmy Fallon. Yeah. <laughs> not to any of the other stuff she's done. <laughs> I know the other stuff, but my brain is fundamentally broken, man. <laughs> that that's right, where my brain I know. goes. I'm recognizing that now. I mean, like, you know, seriously, like it, it's taxi. That's your fucking thing. Like, you know. <sighs> okay. It's, I mean, uh, I'm gonna be perfectly honest. It is kind of weird that Johnny's mind, when he hears Queen Latifah, he immediately goes to taxi because my mind goes to Stranger Than Fiction with Will Ferrell and Emma Thompson. That's also weird. I forgot yeah. that she was in yeah, that. Yeah, same. Yeah, my you know my first th- thought is the that movie she did with Steve Martin, bringing down the house. It's uh, really weird that I can reference a movie that makes Johnny go, oh, oh yeah, she was in that. Okay. That makes I Johnny do that. Johnny doesn't know shit about movies. It's weird when Johnny makes a movie reference. <laughs> but well, I thought she was a musician. Yeah, she's a rapper. I mean, technically, yeah. yes, but... <laughs> Used to be. Now she's the equalizer. It's very strange. Is that kind of like the Priceline negotiator? I feel like you're thinking of Denzel Washington in the equalizer? That's the movie, David. The TV show is Queen Latifah. Oh, okay. They couldn't get Denzel to make the CBS uh, you know, TV show, so they replaced him with Queen Latifah as the equalizer. That tracks. True thing. Okay, I'm thing not that, gonna lie. Queen Latifah, right like beating ass as the equalizer. I'd be into that. Mm-hmm. You'd mm-hmm. be into it. I challenge you to go watch the show and see if you're actually into it. It's. Uh, no. I don't want to say unconvincing. 
Does but, she beat ass as the Equalizer in this game, Rap Jam Volume 1? She should, quite frankly. It should be a prequel to the Equalizer. <laughs> um, to answer your question, no. Because no one in this game beats any ass. Mm, damn. That's disappointing for a game that features fucking all these rappers. You would think this game would have some attitude. There'd be some ass beat. I mean, fucking, you got House of Pain and LL Cool J and fucking Onyx and Naughty by Nature and shit. Nobody fights? No. No penalty box? You get, like, a vague SNES sprite push, and then you get the ball, and that's it. Like That's a damn shame. This is a game that disappoints on every level. True. Good. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What a uh... David, you said before the show that you have the best closer and insisted you close. Yeah, what the fuck, this man? This game is terrible. <laughs> I mean, this is the best game to close on for sure. What the fuckness? <laughs> yeah, but like for actual show flow, like this game has no music, so we're gonna talk the longest about the game with the least music. <laughs> you know, like. You asserted that you wanted to go last. <laughs> You're like, guys, <laughs> I got the best fucking closing game of all time. And I, and I said, I'll go last. You're like, no, 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 I already called it. I definitely going last. Yeah. Buzzer beater. Yeah. My <laughs> God, man. You, you called shotgun. <laughs> yes. Thank you for that sports and reference, Johnny. Put, you like, called your shotgun. stuffed animal in the front seat. Like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah, David called fucking game at the beginning of the show and then, you know, threw the ball in the air. And now here we are an hour and 40 minutes later and he fucking, what do you know? The shot was a fucking brick. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love it. I mean, yeah. is there anything more me than like, I got the best shot and then fail miserably. I mean, fair enough, man. Johnny, let's, uh, we're not going to overtime on this one, are we? We're, uh, we're no. starting the calculating computer. Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Beeps. <laughs> Scoring complete. This game's winner is... John Harrington. Mm-hmm. Saw that one coming. Called my shot at the beginning of the show. Not while we were recording. I just knew that I was going to win. It's a fucking it's a sports episode, guys. Come on. <laughs> I was going to say the theme uh, is sports. Yeah. I know sports. Yeah. I've been to sports games. Me and my dad have a healthy relationship. <laughs> it's good. Man, oh man. What a show, man. Uh, you know, what, what great selections. And uh, it wasn't until just this very last game that I... Uh, you know, finally got inspired for a theme. All that talk about all those rappers and all those fucking potentially great songs and all that disappointment. And then we talked about Queen Latifah and the Equalizer, and I think that next week we gotta talk, you know, gotta get, you know, since David chose sports games, I'm gonna put it back at David's wheelhouse, and I want games with female main characters again. So, there. There you have it. The ball is back in David's court. David, that's a basketball reference. It's uh, it's an old basketball proverb. Uh, so yeah, great show, guys. What a show it's going to be next week. But man, what a show it was this week. Just you know, nothing but 
nothing but net on this show. A fantastic, uh, fantastic episode of great games that we had here. Uh, thank you, everybody, so much for uh, sticking with us live. Uh, we're live every Wednesday night. We're at 9 p.m. Eastern. We're at Twitch. We're at YouTube. We're at Facebook. Search for us there. Watch along live with us. We love you guys watching with us, chatting with us. We love you guys. Thanks, everybody, listening in podcast form. Our podcasts come out on Tuesday mornings. They're available anywhere you get your podcasts. Search for Game That Tune. We love you. Uh, thank you to everybody checking out Patreon. Patreon.com slash GameThatTune is the home for awesome exclusives. Uh, we've got Covered Up. We've got mixtapes. We've got an all-new Game That Tune gems that just hit the feed. Uh, we got a lot of fun stuff. we got our movie commentaries. And uh, you help us keep the lights on at our 24-7 uh, video game music live stream there at Radio gamethattune.com and we super appreciate you guys uh, helping us out with that just uh, love our patrons and love all the support we're getting special shout out to our absurd fans of course we're talking Lance Revere Damian Beckles Bradford Stevens Taylor Y Sam L Mork Tasty Grimmery Phoenix Tier 2121 Unsettled Zebra Akadar and The Kerrigan just a fantastic group of absurd patrons that we've got at patreon.com slash gamethattune uh, thank you to our requester tonight, David. Remind us who the request came from. Uh, that came from Mork at GameThatTune.club. Yep, shout out to Mork, Patreon Absurd fan, and GameThatTune.clubber. Uh, GameThatTune.club is the best place to get priority for requesting, uh, though you can also make your request the more normal way in our Discord server, uh, or you can hit us up, GameThatTune at gmail.com. Um, and we appreciate you guys always making those requests and it's been a great show and it's time to close it out with uh, one of my favorite all time classic bonus tunes uh, you might uh, might see this one coming since uh, you know I added that new uh, hat trick sound uh, it's the greatest song in the history of uh, broadcast sports broadcast television certainly in basketball history it's better than any song that was on the Rap Jam soundtrack just by uh, merely existing. So I'm not even going to intro it. Let's just uh, let's just hit it, Johnny. We'll see you next week. Peace out, everybody.
Man, what a list. Jerry Glanville's Pigskin Foot Brawl is copyright 1990 Midway. Slam City with Scotty Pippen is copyright 1994 Digital Pictures. Ham Taro Ham Ham Games is copyright 2004 Alpha Dream. Blades of Steel is copyright 1988 Konami. Rap Jam Volume 1 is copyright 1995 Motown Games. Well, that's this game's secret. winner is... Oh, God damn it. Johnny! God. How's that game you say? That's the secret. That brings us to our lightning round. Are you... Uh, David, are you serious? You have a lightning round? Dear God, no. Okay, God. I was going to say, it's so huh. fucking late. I don't want to do a fucking lightning round. Um. So I'm sorry. Just, 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 I'm writing it down now. You said games with female main characters. Yeah. Did I stutter? No, 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 no. I just, I just didn't quite hear you. So I just wanted to clarify. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's on me. Cool. All right. okay. you say female yeah. main, like primary, not main, like alliance main, correct? That's right. Okay. Okay. Good. Good. No. Good. No. What? He means like alliance main games where your male character has a female just draped around his neck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, do you need me to clarify female or character, to, uh, Johnny? <laughs> what is a game? Yeah. <laughs> if you yeah. clarify that, please. Where is the clitoris? <laughs> um, <laughs> what does the female clitoris look like? <laughs> That's uh, what I pee, right? Is it like the male clitoris? <laughs> In many ways, yes. In many other ways that are accurate, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I say female, you mean F E. M-A-L-E, so an Iron Man. <laughs> God damn it. Famous woman, Iron Man. 